The clock strikes an indeterminate number of bells. The moon is just right. A strange voice whispers in the wind. It is time for Paranormal Hotline. Our phone has been ringing off the hook and the answering machine tape is quite full. I've even had to plug out the fax machine. Just this morning there was a knock at the door. A delivery. A bag. A bag of what? A bag of letters. Who are they from? What are they about? I don't know, dear listener, but let's find out together. It's another listener special. Horrors from the hotline. My name is Oshin, and I'm joined in our non-corporeal office by the one and only Kaylee. Kaylee, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good too. Has anything happened to you since I saw you on the weekend? I, I, I was sitting down in the kitchen and my cat was walking towards me and she jumped like somebody had like tapped her on the butt. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I don't know if it's just a cat thing. I feel like everything paranormal that is on this that we experience is just animals behaving oddly. <laughs> animals behaving in a way that animals do, but we haven't seen before. Maybe Have we should just retitle anim- the podcast to animals behaving weirdly. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Have you ever seen the, the cats like afraid of the cucumbers? Yes. Yes. And they just like launch into the sky. That is particularly hilarious. Yeah. Cats are mm. so funny. Why do it's they do that? Odd, do they think it's a snake or something? I was That's what I've heard. Yeah. But, uh, you know, not nothing conclusive. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to empty our post bag and read out some of the stories and accounts sent in by you, the listener. If while you're listening to this, you're thinking to yourself, oh, hey, this reminds me of the time I was abducted by aliens or I remember seeing a ghost in my granny's house or whatever. You can submit it to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. Like you just casually so, forget that. I know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, well, you know it, what? It, it, I was actually locked. abducted by aliens once. <laughs> just like well, the thing is, you know, you mightn't, you mightn't remember until until you do. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's it. If our podcast is the the secret to unlocking the, those hidden memories, I'm so so sorry. <laughs> you are repressing that for a good reason. So without further ado, let's get into it. Yes. So this one was sent into us by probably one of our longest fa- running fans of the podcast, uh, Randy. Randy is like our number one supporter, man. He's he's constantly sharing our stuff on social media and he's uh, part of the Discord as well. Randy's great. So this was sent Noted in legend. by Randy. My name is Randy and I love the podcast. <laughs> great start, Randy. Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> we actually really do appreciate it. It's always great to hear feedback on the mm-hmm. podcast. Sure is. All right. My paranormal story is from when I was about four years old. My grandparents' house had a weird feel to it every time I would visit. I always would see dark, shadowy figures out of the corner of my eye and could hear them say stuff to me, but couldn't make out what they were saying. Then when I moved in, things got very scary. And then I was able to see figures watching through the swinging doors that led from the kitchen to the fancy dining and cocktail party area my grandparents had from the 70s and 80s. Then if I stared too long, they would dart into the lounge cocktail area and the doors would swing a bit. Okay, this is a bit of a tangent, but when I was, uh, when I was younger, I was staying at a friend's house and they were adamant that their house was haunted too. Mm -hmm. They would also see like a shadow figure, but the exact same thing would happen. Like they had this double doors that would go into the kitchen and the lights were on. So you could see like the crack in the door and underneath and top of the door. And, um, we, we literally heard somebody walk down the stairs and we could see their feet as they were walking past the door. And it just, the, you know, the crack in the door just darkened as if somebody was walking past yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that's, that's spooky. Yeah. So I know exactly how that feeling is, like that kind of sinking feeling when you realize, oh, crap, <laughs> there's actually <laughs> something there. 
I like the 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 physical aspect of the door swinging, like you know, there's yeah, that's really cool. Um, ter- I mean, terrifying, terrifying. But cool. <laughs> then once my room was done being made up for me, only thing is I had no door in my room. The first night I kept hearing footsteps coming up the windy staircase. My grandma would say it was the house settling, but I doubted settling sounds like someone walking up the stairs, and the way the hand sliding on the banister sounds like as well. I was like, Grandma, I can hear voices and I can see dark figures. But she said no more watching horror movies or X-Files before bed. <laughs> Reasonable, like, you know, for a four-year-old <laughs> to stop yeah. them watching horror movies and X-Files. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I was watching X-Files in bed for a while there, not too long ago. And I, I've started falling asleep real early while watching the X-Files. Yes. So the problem is that I wake up, you know, maybe 40 minutes later and the next episode is on or something. <laughs> it just auto plays and it's just like something weird is happening. Oh, no. And and I'm in that half sleep state. And it's like, what? What is going on? <laughs> really, really freaky. Um, yeah. Mm. Has it influenced your dreams at all? Has it like, have you been dreaming about the X-Files or anything you were no, watching? I wish. That would be class. But yeah, you're not four years old either. I feel like that's a big part no, of that no. story. That I'm was... actually, I'm very impressed that like remembering from age four because I, I can do it only sometimes yeah I think once it's have, something scary like that there. you know you kind of tend to remember it mm-hmm. absolutely this didn't work I would still see and hear things and it progressed to being worse than it had been now the steps would end at the front of the doorway to my room and no door meant I could hear it all as well as breathing Ugh, I don't like them no eventually after a few hours of the steps pacing back and forth in my doorway it would leave and I could hear the steps going back down the stairs I don't like that. No. No, no, no. No. No, no. Then in the morning, my grandparents would leave to get donuts and leave me at home while I slept. Well, this time I was in their bed, asleep, and I heard a loud noise and talking downstairs. So I got up to see if they were back and heard a ghostly voice from the large vent in the wall by the staircase. Then I went downstairs and no one was there. Then I heard a voice say, come here now. I bolted out of the house and waited till my grandparents got back. They said I was imagining the voices and that my imagination was running wild because of the movies I was watching. That is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, don't like that. No, not at all. I hate when them, my voices address people. It's like in last week's episode with uh-huh. Lep Castle and yeah. Sean was saying that the, the voices outside would call his name. Like, no, I don't like that. I would rather no, they say something like random that. than actually address me, you know? Do you think the grandparents are covering it up? <laughs> I mean, they could be. <laughs> I don't mean to be, you know... It could be like you know that uh, you know that episode of The Simpsons where there's a, there's an extra Bart up in the attic. <laughs> Have you seen that? The Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, maybe because I've I've like exclusively watched Treehouse of Horrors because I haven't watched a lot of The Simpsons. Yeah, there's a Treehouse of Horrors where there's like a Bart has a twin that's up in the attic that's like the evil Bart. Yes, it is an incredibly faint memory. I remember watching it back. We got it on like tape yep. from Extra Vision or on DVD back in the day. So maybe there's like, an evil the Randy in the, in the ceiling. <laughs> oh. One night I woke up and my usual light I kept on that was on my desk was off and I could hear breathing and pacing around my room which made me paralyzed with fear to move or say anything. I finally said fuck it and ran to the lamp on my bed and turned it on and the entity that was in my room went to back outside my doorway. And then once the sun peaked I fell asleep only to be woken 30 minutes later for school. This would happen regularly from 3rd grade to 5th grade. That is a long ass time. Oh my god I'm so sorry. You will never recover like from a, that kind of sleep deprivation. <laughs> That's like a cohabitation, like. Yeah, yeah, it is. One night, my friend from school had to sleep over because his sister broke her arm and he had, and had to go to the emergency room, so his mom asked my grandma if he could stay the night. 
me and my friend were like, yeah, now we get to prank call people and order pizza to the neighbor's house. But my grandma wasn't having it on a school night. So then the lights were turned off. My friend said, what the fuck is that? I said, I told you, there's some shit that walks around at night. And he heard footsteps up the stairs and then walk into the room, took a breath and started walking around in the room. I've now finally had proof of this shit. No one still believes me till this day, but my mom said maybe the light was great grandma watching over me. And that's why it wasn't attacking you. So years later, my mom finally admitted that she heard things there as well. This is what I feel led to my crazy sleep paralysis encounters when I moved back with my mom. Those were scary as fuck. And the worst part is I didn't know what they were till years later. I watched seen a movie documentary on Netflix about sleep paralysis. Not sure if they're connected, but maybe they were. But that's another story. Well, hope you enjoyed my story about me getting the piss scared out of me as a preteen. Four years old is not a preteen. <laughs> well, I suppose everything's preteen before you're a teenager. It's banned. It was, it was up to f- fifth grade. True, true. I don't understand how grades work, so, you know. <laughs> Again, love the podcast. Listen every night on the graveyard shift. Thank you so much, Randy. That's such a cool story and absolutely terrifying. Um, Wowie. What it sounds like is it was a ghost that was, like, doing the same thing over and over again. He would walk mm-hmm. up the stairs, walk around the room, and then leave. So it I sounds like it was just... a repeat offender. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bad <laughs> it was like a repeating... It was doing what it... Like, I guarantee you there was probably somebody who lived in that room who used to do that, like, walk up the stairs and go to their room and stuff, and now it's just, like, that motion is repeating. Because you don't see anything. Oh, yeah, There's like no astral the... projection or anything. It's just the sound of the footsteps. Like the pacing as well. Yeah, and I've heard so many stories like this of somebody walks into my room, walks around, and then leaves. Or... Um, my room is facing a certain direction. I can see a ghost walk up the stairs every single night, walk back down and leave again. It's a, it's like a really common like ghost experience, I would say. It's it's quite creepy. It is blood chilling, actually. It is also just an audio thing. Like you, you can only hear this ghost. Like he's never seen a ghost. It's just um, or it's never moved anything. It's just the sound of it doing it and leaving. The thing that gets me is the breathing. Mm. Don't like that. <laughs> no, it's, ghosts it's shouldn't like in, breathe. Uh, Breathing just it's 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 Mike Myers like. Yeah, it or is, yeah. Michael Myers, not Mike Myers. Mike Myers. <laughs> it's Austin Powers, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. If you're enjoying the podcast, you can help it out. We have the Patreon up and running, and it helps us directly. You can get access to our Discord, where we're always chatting and posting additionally sp- additional spooky things and spooky memes. That's at patreon.com forward slash paranormal hotline. You can also help us out for free by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it. It doesn't take long, and it does go a long way to help us. You can follow us on Spotify. That'll help us, and it'll make your life easier too. We are on Twitter, where you can follow to stay up to date and see other spooky spooky things that we post. That's at ParanormalHL. And we're also on Instagram of late, and that's at Paranormal Hotline. So, you know, go follow us there if you do Instagram. Follow us there if you do do that. If you do do that, go do that. <laughs> so I won't name Don't names. Don't put anyone on... But <laughs> I don't want to put anyone on blast. Like We've gotten a good few emails now where our names have been terribly misspelled. I don't know how many times I've been called Katie, like K-A-T-I-E. And like, it's close. You just need to put an L in place of the T, like Kaylee. And you're there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not saying any of this like to, to be giving out. This isn't giving out. I just find it funny. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've had it my whole life, more or less. For your name. Um, my name, yeah. So much so, like, it's led to, like, nicknames and everything. You had somebody call you Wee Sheen at a convention once, didn't you? Who was that again? Oh, yeah, Jeannie Mac. 
It was um oh, it was someone famous as well. It was somebody famous. No, he was he he voiced an announcer in a game. There was somebody famous anyway, some American famous person <laughs> who was at a convention once who was signing Oshin's name on a yeah, you know, signing thing and pronounced it Wee Sheen. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, he was voice actor, so like you know, he'd write your name and he'd say it in his, his announcer voice or what have you. And yeah, so it was just Weezy, and that that stuck for too long. That was really funny, <laughs> man. Some of the some of the spellings. Do you want to just try and and tell people how to pronounce your name? Uh, it's easy for me, but I guess like if you never heard the name before, it's kind of an awkward one. Yeah, so uh, it's imagine you know the name Sheen, and then you just go uh at the start of it, like you've been punched. So oh Sheen. That's good. Yeah, or I like washing, that. but with an uh. Like Charlie Sheen. But yeah. if Charlie's name was uh. Yeah, let, let's, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to be associated with Charlie Sheen personally, but uh, that's one way to think about it. Whatever we Sheen. But at the same time, you mean, yeah, keep your spellings coming because I find it hilarious. It is pretty damn uh, funny. We were, when we got the hoodies, I was almost going to put it, the the wrong spelling of my name on it. Just, just, <laughs> just for the crack. For the joke, but uh, yeah. Um, we also got an email from somebody who was laughing at me pronouncing Yosemite as in like Yosemite Park in America because I couldn't I, I mean like if you look at it on paper it doesn't look like it says Yosemite it looks like it says Yosemite which is what I thought it was <laughs> Yosemite it looks like if you were to just read it phonetically it says Yosemite um, <laughs> Dinamite but also I'm the same with like uh, Arkansas what is up with Arkansas man it's 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 Arkansas I don't know <laughs> I can't pronounce American things like uh, no I think maybe it's an equivalent exchange. We we come from the land of unpronounceable names. That's true. Uh, this next one is the Red Woman and a disconcerting Cody. I love that name. It's a great name. It it explains you know what you're getting. Yep. But it leaves enough for you to find out more. Yes. So it reads. Hi, I've been listening to the podcast for a little while now. My dad recommended it to me, and I've been thoroughly enjoying it. My dad is Mr. Aeon in the Patreon Discord server, so you have him to thank. And thank him we will. Mr. Aeon's been really handy for uh, giving us information about magic things. Yes, anything magic at all, he kind of either knows about it himself or can send you in the direction of where to figure it out. Yeah. It's great. Really good to weigh in on things like that. Super helpful. Absolutely. So uh, thank you and thanks for spreading the news. (laughs) The good word. I was listening to your most recent episode, Horrors from Our Hotline 2 and I got reminded very suddenly of a horrible experience I had as a child. I had nightmares. Bad. Every night, multiple times a night, from from infancy into my teenage years. Because of this, I was no stranger to scary imagery and experiences. I still got scared by the dreams, of course, but by the time I was three or four, I was pretty good at handling it myself. One night, when I was three, I woke up with a horrible headache. It hurt so badly, I remember the pain vividly. And I'm almost 20 now. I sat up in my bed and swung my legs over the side of it. I felt a horrible crawling sensation on the back of my neck, and I turned my head to face the window. I saw the red woman the other listener described. She was awful. She was fleshy and bright red, and she had a blank face. I saw her, and I couldn't move. I'm even getting chills writing this. I stared at her for hours, it felt like. I couldn't move. All I could do was cry, as quietly as I was able. After a while, she cocked her head suddenly and blinked out of existence. That is some of the most chilling stuff I've read in in a long time. Yeah, that's absolutely terrifying. Because there was a there was a lady in red in the place we did the investigation in in Lap Castle, and I'm so glad I didn't see her because that is terrifying. Yeah, especially so yep. young. Like, ugh. This happened for about a week, I think. 
The last time it happened, I felt my head hurt and my neck prickle, but I refused to turn around. I sat up and walked to my parents' room. I wasn't allowed to go in from my nightmares unless it was an emergency because my parents are human and needed sleep, so I sat outside their door and cried until I fell asleep again. And then I woke up, sitting outside their door, face to face with it. She was down on the floor in a crawling position, staring at me. I screamed and closed my eyes instinctively. I kept crying with my eyes closed and I guess I fell asleep again. It never happened again and I've tried to forget it. But hearing it on your podcast made me instantly terrified and I just had to share. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, I don't like that at all. Don't like that at all. The idea of being like trapped and something crawling at you. Like, no, that's just horror movie stuff. No, no, no. Yep. Crawling never makes things better. No, it makes it worse every time. Except for like maybe if I could like punt it in the head, you know. Send it flying. If I was a grown person, not a child yeah. in front of a door. Like, yep. oh, no, that's terrifying. Like, I, I'm an incredibly visual thinker. So whenever, you know, on the podcast we're reading stories or, or I'm doing the research, like, I get, like, it's almost like a, a film in my head. Yeah. And, like, this this is this is giving me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, I hope you have a nightmare tonight about it. That would be great. How dare you? <laughs> It'd be pretty I'll funny. i if I do. Yeah. Mm. Right, she goes on. Now, I have another story, if that's all right. A few years ago, when I was 16, we lived in Arizona in the US, New River specifically. I'm familiar with the folklore about the area, and I know what creature this will sound like, but I'm so uncomfortable with even typing the name, I'm going to avoid it. You can reach your own conclusion with what I, with what I lay out. I was driving back from my friend's house in the early evening. It was dark out, but not super late, and there was still some sunset light. I got out of the neighborhood area my friend lived in, and I was in a stretch of land that had barely any buildings, mostly surrounded by the open desert. I had the windows down and music on. I was singing along to it, and I was very relaxed and happy, still riding the good feelings I got from seeing my friend. I saw I had a red light coming up, and I began to slow down. I hadn't noticed anything on the sidewalk. I'm fair... And... You know when you look at a word too many times? (laughs) And I'm fairly positive I was alone as I began to stop. At some point, soon after coming to a halt, I felt sick, Not really nauseous, but like something was terribly wrong. My whole body was screaming that there was something wrong and I needed to leave right now. I tear up and get chills every time I write or say this next bit. I looked to my right outside the passenger side window and I see a coyote. This was pretty normal, especially in our area. I'd seen them before. This wasn't a coyote though. I can't put my finger on it, but it looked wrong. So fucking wrong. It wasn't a coyote. It had the markings of one but I can't describe it. It wasn't a coyote. I stared at it, and it stared back. I rolled up the car windows and checked the stoplight. The light wasn't turning green. I'd been this way before, many times. The light wasn't this long. I knew this because a song started and stopped as I sat at the light. Usually a 30-second light on a small road. It was over two minutes long at this point. I kept checking between the light and the coyote, and it never moved. I didn't see it blink or breathe. It just sat there, staring at me. I decided to say fuck it, and I touched the gas. The light turned green right as the car started to move. I drove down the road, probably a fair bit too fast, and I saw it in my rearview mirror. It walked out into the middle of the road, never looking away, and sat down. It watched me drive off. Nothing else happened that night. But the experience scared me so badly, I never went that way again. Not if I could avoid it. Thank you for reading this, and thank you for the fun podcast y'all make. From Leaf. Well, that's terrifying. Um, (laughs) 
is a definitely a disconcerting Good God. coyote in inverted commas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm picturing like, uh, you know, uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. backdrop. <laughs> That's terrifying. Just like the barren waste. Yes. And just like that constant sunset look. No, that is terrifying. Yeah. No, in my head, and it's it's because I've been working with like AI generated images lately a lot uh, for a different project. Yeah. I'm just picturing like some of the, the gammy images that it comes up with. Yeah. And you yeah. try to tell it to do something and it, it kind of gets it, but it looks wrong. It's just like the, the uncanny valley. You're looking at it and it's just, there's just something off about it that's worse yeah. than it being completely terrifying. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to call it anything, but I'm going to look into the area and the uh, what it might be. Yeah, 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 I don't think we'll put a label on it either. I think it's uh, <laughs> it's nice the way it's set. Also, your writing is fantastic. Uh, it yep. like is so gripping. You should definitely consider writing some shorts or or writing your own ghost stories because that was really really interesting to read. Definitely, I did enjoy reading it a lot. Um, terrifying though. <laughs> what do you even do in that situation? I mean, like you can't get a priest. Um, you're just <laughs> fucked. Like you're just fucked. Don't get out of the just, car uh, ever. Just keep driving. Never stop. <sighs> Foot down. Just let the road take Hit you. the gas. Yeah, it's very strange that like time just kind of stopped as well, and like the lights yeah. just didn't change. <laughs> yeah, that, that's proper spooky stuff. Like all I'm picturing is like the coyote coming up, like you know, like in GTA, <laughs> just like <laughs> ripping the door open. <laughs> no, stop, stop that, stop that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I need to get a GTA mod where I can be a coyote. <laughs> just picturing him in like a convertible, like the the top down, just the coyote head sticking up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this next one is just a short story from Reddit, actually. I just thought it was really interesting and I thought I'd throw it in. And this is just a one Reddit story for the road. I 100% do not believe in ghosts. I'm open to other aspects of the paranormal slash supernatural. But usually, I think most conventional paranormal things have a logical explanation or are the result of pure coincidence. Yeah, I think I'd be in that group as well. That's, that's probably where I fall. But I'm having a hard time explaining what happened to me last night. I'm living with my mom while finishing up college, and she's been out of town for the last few days. So it's been just me and her two cats at the house. Sounds like a party. That, that's a regular night for me. It was about 2.30am. I had been up late finishing a term paper, when I finally decided it was time to call it a night. I did my normal night routine, turned off the lights around the house, and before going to bed, I went into the kitchen for a glass of water. While I was filling up my cup at the sink, I heard the sound of somebody laughing off to the side of me. It sounded like it was only a few feet away, and it was so distinct and clear that I know I wasn't just imagining it, and it sounded exactly like my mom. I would have assumed it was her if she hadn't been gone, because it sounded like she was literally in the room with me. My blood ran cold, and when I turned around, of course, there was nobody there. I might pass this off as being tired and hearing things, but I was still fully alert and not yet sleepy at all. After I heard the laugh, I just got a heavy feeling of dread in my stomach. Like there was this bad energy all around me. So I flipped the lights back on and went into my bedroom where the cats were and tried to rationalize the experience, though I couldn't. Nothing else unusual happened, but I couldn't sleep because I was so unsettled by what I'd heard and the fact that I had no logical explanation for it. I had a few weird experiences in this house, but was always able to chalk it up to coincidence or my imagination. But this one was so real and impossible to ignore or explain away. So I wonder if this one is like 
the stone tape theory, right? Because I've always questioned this, and I, I know I've said it a few times on the podcast. If the stone tape theory can, like, absorb something that happened or an emotion, mm-hmm. it can happen with somebody who's still alive, right? You don't have to be dead for the stone tape theory to work. Yeah. So I wonder if it was just, like, their mom was, like, after having a good time or something and laughed... And like whatever, if yeah, the stone tape be. theory works like that, it kind of like absorbed the laugh and then just re- replayed it when there was like energy or something. Going on what what the stone tape theory is said to be, yeah, I, I wouldn't like you know if we assume that to be a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not saying I it is or isn't, but like, yeah, yeah. if it is. But but with that, like you know, if there's you know a strong enough energy or emotion or something, it can like create like a a recording. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, it doesn't make sense just to limit it to people who have passed away. Absolutely. Yeah, so I just thought I'd throw that in there as kind of like an interesting, because like yeah, I don't know. That's I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> no, it is. No, I'm not saying no, it is stone tape theory. It could be like some entity that's copied their mom or something like that. I don't know. I, that's just my theory on it. And if anybody listening been, has their own theory as well, you can let us know as well, either on Instagram or on Twitter, uh, what you think it might be. Or, or send send us an email. You know, uh, and there's points for the most wacky spelling of my name <laughs> I'm going to rank him one of these days yeah you should <laughs> that's so good but yeah these episodes won't be possible guys without you submitting your stories and we absolutely love reading them so if you have a story of your own send it in to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com you can also send us your stories on twitter and instagram we are just paranormalhotline on instagram and at paranormalhl on twitter spooky season is well and truly upon us it is truly uh, spooky season and this year we are heading to we're going to cover it in an episode but we're heading to the location where the very first Halloween was ever held in the world Uh, we were there we were there last year actually we were and it's uh, it's, there's definitely a vibe about the place I think we'll cover that in an episode soon I hope you guys enjoy that but uh, yeah that's all we have for this week so make sure you do something spooky I'm going to traditionally carve a pumpkin uh, not a pumpkin I'm going to traditionally carve a turnip yeah I was thinking of doing that that up on Instagram (laughs) we should yeah we should definitely bring some for for like an offering to the goddess absolutely yeah Yeah. Uh, that's everything we have for this week guys so I hope you enjoyed it and don't forget to review the podcast wherever you listen to it and do something spooky this week carve a pumpkin eat some candy corn just do something spooky this week and we'll see you next week Bye. bye bye